Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the STEAM Forward podcast. As always, I'm your host, Savannah, and today our guest is Chris Brigno, and he works for Nifty. Nifty has been a partner with Gen2050 for a couple years, so he's going to give us some background experience into business and all about what Nifty exactly is. So please help me welcome Chris. Hello, Chris. Hey, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Awesome. So let's just dive in. So give us some background on yourself. Are you a Miami, are you a Miami native? Where did you go to college? All that good stuff. So I was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. I can tell. Um, <laughs> came down to Miami. Um, I'm about to date myself now. So I came down to Miami just about 22 years ago. Right. And I've lived uh, just about half and half, right? 22 years in New York and 22 years. Was there, there a reason you came here? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we can definitely dive into that. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't mind sharing that story. So when I was... Um, just about 19 years of age, mm-hmm. my best friend that I was born and raised with, I mean, from birth. Yeah. Um, we spoke to each other every morning. We started our day off. We ended our day off together. Right. And um, unfortunately, um, he left this earth. Uh, mm. You know, while we were fairly young and this transitioning to a career path, I came to Miami um, on vacation and never went back. Yeah. Never That's a lot back. of people. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, when you came here, did you go to college? Did you dive into other things? No. So I, I left New York, right, um, from doing school in New York. Got my AA there, mm-hmm. Kingsborough Community College, and then dived right into just volunteering down here. I didn't know I was staying. I didn't know I was going. Right. I just was figuring out life at the time. And with that said and done, um, I was volunteering at the YWCA of Greater Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was uh, near and dear to my heart. Um, after volunteering for a while, it was like, I think you need a job with us. <laughs> Been here quite some yeah. time, and I started working with them directly and helping the the kids and, and families in the right. overtown communities. Right, and so why do you have such a passion with helping kids and um, families that need it the most? Well, the passion lies from only knowing what you know, Yeah. right? We only know what we know sometimes and don't know how to progress past that, right? Yeah. Unless you surround yourself with, you know, people that are brighter and smarter than you always. Mm-hmm. So the passion lies for me at being as a kid, you know, only knowing what I knew yeah. and then learning from, I call it the school of hard knocks. Yeah. You know, from the block that raised me in Brooklyn, New York. Um, and when I got here, I saw kids in need, families in need, and that's where the passion started. And I wasn't supposed to do this. I always wanted to be an interior designer. <laughs> That's and so different, yeah. Absolutely. And the calling just happened organically. I didn't yeah. I didn't even realize it was happening. Yeah. And that's where the passion began, you know, really trying to make a difference one heartbeat at a time. Right. I always tell um like youth that like you think you kinda got it figured out and then you go to school or you get life experience and you're like, actually, weirdly, every Thing that people have always told me is like, oh, you're great with kids. I'm like, yeah, I'm never working with kids. And then you start doing it and you're like organically and you're like, actually, maybe I should have, I would have saved myself a little bit of time yeah. if I just followed what everybody was telling me to begin with. Absolutely. So with the YWCA, tell us some things that you were doing with them. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, at the Y at the time when it was like, all right, we want to hire you mm-hmm. and we want you to teach kids Photoshop, um, oh, video production. Yeah. And we have a music studio for you. And I was just like, I know none of that. They were like, perfect, (laughs) you're hired. And I was like, what do you mean I'm hired? We want you to learn and grow with the student. Mm. 
And I was like, I can do that. Mm-hmm. And um, at the time, it was the Intel Computer Clubhouse Network, better known now as the Computer Clubhouse Network. Mm-hmm. And we were the first clubhouse in Miami. Then Little Haiti inherited one, and then they scattered out a few more. Yeah. So now there's one in Broward, I believe, and a few others around town. So with that, you know, I was helping kids. Well, we was helping each other. Yeah. Learn Photoshop, um, InDesign, mm-hmm. um, Pro Tools in the music studio, um, video editing softwares to create mini movies. Yeah. Things to that nature. Yeah. So. Did you kind of follow more into that? Or are you kind of like, i just going to do it here and leave it here? Actually, I started doing a lot of it on my own also mm-hmm. because I was just like, you know what? I love it. Yeah. And that's where the entrepreneurial mindset kicked in. Yeah. I was like, oh, I had friends. Like, hey, can I get a flyer done? Yeah. So I have the students created for them. Oh, hey, um, can you edit this video? Yeah, sure, we can do that. So long story short, I started putting all that together, and that's when I came up with my own internal company called I Help Design. Okay, so, give us some background to that. So I Help Design is all about brand recognition, mm-hmm. helping people start from scratch with their businesses, right. from branding, um, graphic design, web mm-hmm. design, and the list continues. And many attributes to that company started being added on year after year. Yeah. So if a student is like, Mr. Chris, like, I really would love to be an entrepreneur and I want to own my own thing and teach people something, where do you think is a great place to start? Wow. So, you know, in my, in my new hat now as the executive director for Nifty, yeah. you know, it's, it starts with the passion. Yeah. I'm a firm believer, like, you know, and, and a lot of people argue with me about this, but not to let the dollar drive you, let right. your passion drive you and the dollar will follow. Mm-hmm. So I always tell individuals to like really think about what they have a passion around. I'll give you a quick story in North Memory Beach Senior High School about 13 years ago in the Nifty program. There was a student in the back of the classroom and she was just like, I'm tired right now. Don't bother me. Leave me alone. I w- you know, I work two yeah. jobs to take care of my siblings and I only get like three hours of sleep. So I looked at her and I was like, okay, I think we can create a business around that. And she was like, what do you mean, Mr. Chris? I just told you to leave me alone. <laughs> so long story short, I was like, um, well, do you like sleeping? And she was like, yes. So I was like, all right, let's, call, let's create pillows. And she started laughing. She was yeah. like, pillows? All right, yeah, we're going to create pillows. Yeah. But then something ticked about 20 minutes later. She was like, Mr. Chris, all right, so we are going to create pillows, but I want to create something called billows. And I was like, all right, what's billows? It's a binder pillow (laughs) so she created binder pillows for her target market which was high school students at the time Mm -hmm. and college students and then she started wrapping these binders with like collegiate logos and things of that that. nature Mm -hmm. so they went viral in school the principal said no more billows allowed in the school yeah but then she said all right my new market is going to be college students and she created handles and the list continues and she sold about three thousand billows in four months wow Meanwhile, she didn't want nothing to do with it. In yeah. The world, but. You just take something that maybe they need or what they love yeah. and turn it into a business venture. I love that. So give us some background into Nifty. What does Nifty even stand for? All right. <laughs> so Nifty stands for the Network for Teaching Entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Nifty, you know, our primary focus is to bring resources to communities that are under-resourced. Right. And to work with schools, districts, nonprofit organizations to really figure out the perfect way to bring back entrepreneurship curriculum, whether it's right. in a classroom, after school model, or summer program. Right. So why do you guys think entrepreneurship is so important? Because every student is not made for college. 
yeah, or post-secondary education, period. But I'm a firm believer through Nifty, you're going to figure out what additional resources you need, whether it's from college or a vocational program directly after or a certification mm-hmm. program direct, directly after. So, you know, we don't say don't go to college. That's not what the message is. Right. The message is allow the students to discover, explore on their own and identify that because now they found a need for that. Right. So if there's an educator that's watching or an administrator, um, does Nifty, is there a specific demographic that you're catered towards? Is there a way that they can get plugged in with you? How do you guys network? So right now, um, you know, I'm going to tell you guys about a a good resource that's actually just started about a week ago up till December Mm -hmm. that it's available to everyone between the ages of 11 and 24. So educators, you could bring this back into your classroom and, um, infuse it and, and work with your students on what we're about to speak about in just a moment. But mm-hmm. ultimately, people can just go to nifty.com mm-hmm. and just find all sorts of different information right. around the curriculums that we offer. We have tons of different curriculums for different settings. Love that. Um, from fifth grade all the way to post-secondary. Because you were in the high school, so how did you get connected that way? So we get connected with the high schools. We, go, we approach the districts, mm. and then the school districts identify a need and want and identify different high schools or middle schools that might be a good fit for the program. Mm -hmm. And then we have meetings with different administrators. I love that. Okay. So then what is the resource that you are going to give? So the new thing that we have is not new to Nifty, but it's new that just been released for this year is called um, the World Series of Innovation. It's around UN Sustainable Goals. So we get partners like EY Mm -hmm. um, and several others to adopt a UN Sustainable Goal and then create a challenge around it. Sub, sub, sustainable meaning like so like so any SDG that belongs with the United Nations mm-hmm. um, there's several different ones that and then we, we approach our sponsors and say well I want this, want this SDG and I want to create something around it so um, with EY this year they have a whole challenge around AI oh right? okay and I love that I think their SDG was 16 um, I don't know off the top of my head what 16 is but I know it's 16 so Anyone is out there is curious about it, you can go to innovation.nifty.com yeah. and see all the different challenges that we do offer around the World Series of Innovation. And it's a global right. competition, online mm-hmm. competition, and students can win a monetary awards along the way. Yeah. Also, I want to talk about your daughter a little bit because yes. you talked about um, AI. And so... One of our newest partners is Avatar Buddy. Absolutely. We love Avatar Buddy. And so Leah is her name. Um, She has been kind of in this pilot phase with Avatar Buddy. So can you tell us a little bit how it's really helped her and what it's helped her do? Absolutely. And what I'm about to share, um, I'm sure she'll give me, or she's giving me total approval to share with you guys. (laughs) So my daughter Leah, um, she's currently homeschooled. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is her second wave of homeschooling so when she was in middle school up until the seventh grade she was like dad you know i'd rather be homeschooled can you take me out so we took out the different pressures she was um facing yeah and we made sure that she still had friends and family around her Mm -hmm. so she wasn't just stuck in her room all day doing school but she really has um a personal life outside of her virtual school experience Mm -hmm. and then once she finished middle school she's like all right i'm ready to go back into high school we got back into high school without mentioned high school names, um, she didn't feel challenged enough. She felt like mm. the teachers weren't hearing her. She was always a little more advanced, so mm-hmm. she was inquiring about colleges, and they're like, oh, you don't have to worry about that right now. You, 
you know, you still have time. And she's mm-hmm. like, no, I don't have time. To the point where she missed the window of going into a dual enrollment program or FIU. Yeah. And at that point, she was just like, dad, pull me back out. I'm going to do um, virtual school. Right. So as we pulled into virtual school, you know, she would also go through these different um, phases of depression and figuring out like that, you know, and my wife and I are very open to speak with her. So she was always speaking with her, but we thought maybe getting a, a counselor that can help yeah. her out outside of us, she might open up a little more. Mm-hmm. So long story short, she started working with her counselor and then um, Stephanie Sylvester with Avatar Buddy approached me. He was like, hey, Chris, you know, this is what we're doing. And mm-hmm. when we spoke about this, it was originally designed for one thing, but then through Nifty was like, hey, can we make this like a coach for the students? We can embed the curriculum. Mm-hmm. Students can ask, you know, questions and so on and so forth. But then I was telling her about my daughter's story. She was like, hey, I would love to pilot with her yeah. to get her feelings about it because in the date, in the morning time, she could open up with a personal, mm-hmm. you know, question to, to her new buddy or avatar. Yeah. And then um, get a response and see where her mindset is for the day. And then in midday, focus it around curriculum yeah. involvement issues. And then at the end of the day, another personal reflection. Mm-hmm. So that's how she started out with it. And then besides that, she's also an entrepreneur. Yeah. So it helped her create so many different new, exciting mm-hmm. ideas around that space. So not only was it for school for her, Avatar Buddy was also for her this mentally, yeah. a mental coach, a personal coach on the side. Mm-hmm. And then also to also help her build her business. Yeah, I love that. Well, I applaud you as a parent and let you know that a lot of students have similar stories to yeah. your daughter. And that I always say middle school and high school can be so rough oh, yeah. and tough. Yeah. But that's amazing because she has that social, emotional wellness aspect yes. to the to the Avatar Buddy. So what businesses has she created? Oh, man, she... <laughs> So she's created businesses through experiences. So mm-hmm. my wife and I are big Key West fans. Love but, Key West. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people know after about three o'clock, four o'clock is probably not for the youth. <laughs> it's more of an adult <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah. So with that said and done, um, we was at staying at the Double Tree at the time, and with that said and done, we needed a, a babysitter. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, I'm not comfortable this leaving with a babysitter. Mm-hmm. I was like, let me see if the the hotel has something yeah. for us. So they had some services and recommendations that they used several mm-hmm. times. So um, to this day, shout out to Miss Jody if you're listening. Miss <laughs> um, Jody was the babysitter. Came an hour in advance, got yeah. acclimated with the family, mm-hmm. created some uh, a little agenda mm-hmm. for the next two three hours, and Leah had a blast. And ever yeah. since that experience, she was like, "Dad, I want to create my own brand of mm-hmm. babysitting services for hotels strictly." That's awesome. So that was her first business in Nifty that she created. Mm-hmm. And then, and it was called. It's like an app or a website. It, it was it was a website, but the first business it was called. It's gonna come to mind. Yeah, something extra care. Excuse me. Extra care. Extra care. That was the first business. And then leading into that, um, she started specializing in corporate gifts. Um, mm-hmm. so Leah's gifts for you, um, is something that she's been doing currently. We bought her a cricket machine, heat press. Oh, I love that. She has a. A coffee mug maker. She, yeah. The sky's the limit. She has a whole little production shop. So that. we have a lot of corporate partners that uh-huh. need products and then utilize her to produce them. For like her. pins and pencils. The works. That's awesome. She should uh, use TikTok because yeah. that's how people get. They're like on the social, they're like, I need this. Absolutely. So that that's one of the things that, you know, once again, when mom and dad tell you these things, yeah. you listen. <laughs> yes. But if you told her, she's like, Dad, I'm going to use TikTok. TikTok, for yes. Business. 
Yes. So I need you to speak. Yeah, I'll tell her. I don't know why. They have a filter. Through certain people, yes, through mom and dad, you're like, uh, my parents aren't that hip. They're not that cool. They don't know what they're talking about. Absolutely. I feel like that's how Absolutely. kids talk. Well, Chris, what is next for you in the business world, uh, working with youth? Is there anything um, that you have to look forward to? So absolutely. Um, yeah, I already dated myself earlier, but I am 44 years old. <laughs> and, um, you know, my goal is to retire at the age of 55. Yeah. Right? Not 65, like or maybe 50. Mm -hmm. to see what happens. Right. But our goal is 55. And with that said and done, um, my wife and I, we also um, are entrepreneurs. Yeah. So, and we became entrepreneurs when I got into the world of Nifty. So Nifty inspired me to really think outside the box a little yeah. bit, even though I think we all were born with like an entrepreneurial plug inside of us somewhere because right. we all bartered and traded without yeah. realizing we were entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. So with that said and done, my wife and I, we created um, a company called Nicaragua Cargo Express. Mm -hmm. So we service a lot of um, people from Nicaragua here in the Miami area. Where we ship from Miami to Nicaragua for them. So my wife's been doing that about 15, well, it's going on online, going on 16 years. Is now. that her background, like ethnic? Yes. Ethnic. Yeah, she was born and raised there and um, recently got a citizenship here in the United States. And with that said and done, um, you know, that's been, you know, really providing everything for the family yeah. throughout the years. And I've been with Nifty now 18, going on, excuse me, going on 18 years. Yeah. And with that said, and then I learned so much mm -hmm. over the years, like from, I remember once upon a time, I hired my accountant to open up our LLC. Yeah. Right. Pay them X amount of dollars where I didn't realize you can do that in probably 30 minutes or less. Yeah. Right online on yeah. sunbiz.org if you live in Florida, right? Yeah. So what's next you, your question is what next i said all of that because a lot of that is going to lead into what's next for me mm -hmm. so my wife and i you know she's been saying hey you know let's just do this business together 100 percent." yeah even though i help out every day that i'm not doing nifty i'm doing that yeah so whether it's after hours all the weekends i'm always helping my wife out with social media marketing getting mm -hmm. the word out organically keyword organic because organic is the way to go because you don't want to force things on people. You want it to organically them to be able to adapt and understand what's happening. Right. And you don't want it to be like a charity case yes. or like, uh, oh, my God, these people. And it's like, no, help is help. It doesn't have to have anything behind it. No, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So, you know, I just became the executive director at, yeah. at Nifty. Um, I've turned it down in the past <laughs> because. Yeah. I want to be on the ground with yeah. students and teachers. That's where my heart lies. Mm -hmm. You make the, you feel those different changes, right? Mm -hmm. But over the years, I think I played a lot of those parts enough to f to feel it and know that it's here no matter what I do right. in the world of Nifty. And besides, when I was transitioning, um, I was doing a lot of the ED role already. So my um, former ED, um, Janine Schloss, was like, hey, do you want to apply for the position? Do you want it? I was like, um, no. Yeah. And then right when they put it out there and everyone was applying, I did it again. And she, she, she was, excuse me, she asked again and I said, no, then I hesitated. I said, you know what? Yes, I am going to apply. Yeah. So, um, so we're going to talk about what the word of the day is soon. Yeah. And I had to become uncomfortable. That's not the word, but I'm going to show you what the right. word is, but I had to become uncomfortable a little bit to become more secure. Yeah. And that's what I did. I didn't mind rolling up my sleeves and becoming uncomfortable to learn something new. Yeah. yeah. I love that. So so you're just trying to look for um, how to be uncomfortable and grow. Yes. 
is the future yes. of aristocrats. Yes. I got that. I'm comfortable and grow. And I mean, I do have the plan aligned, you know, yeah. once again, after Nifty, which is near and dear to my heart, mm-hmm. it's going to be full time, just the family business that we've been running yeah. for several years. And uh, we go back and forth between Nicaragua a lot. We've created a lot of relationships and relationship building is key yeah. along the way because um, there's always someone that can support you no matter what, just through conversation. Mm-hmm. Just through a text. Hey, yeah. you're doing a great job. Really pulls people through. Well, we like to end with a word of the day, and you just spoke about it. Okay. So what would be your word? So I thought about this a lot, right? So yeah. so I said comfort. Okay. Comfort is the word because I spoke about being uncomfortable a second ago. So we created a, um, an acronym for comfort, right? So courageously um, mastering fear while overcoming resistance and transformation. Love that. So comfort in the entrepreneurial entrepreneurial world as a business owner, as an individual in general, even if you're not a business owner, and when you become uncomfortable, it's good because when you become uncomfortable, you start learning new things. Yeah. And, you know, with, with Nifty, we have the entrepreneurial mindset. So the EMI index, right? with several different domains, and one of them is comfort with risk. Yeah. So a lot of our fears, we come off right from the beginning as comfort with risk. And with comfort with risk, you know, allows you to start thinking a little more entrepreneurially on what's next on the horizon. Yeah. What do you need to do to become more comfortable with the uncomfort that you're about to dive into? Yeah, I love that. Comfort, yes. but dig a little deeper into what that may mean. Yeah. I love that. Well, thank you so much. Chris, for joining us today. Thank you for sharing your stories. And uh, we'll make sure to link and plug all the amazing things you talked about. And thank you for just sharing like a resource. I think that that is just a start for some people. And some people aren't willing to give that. So thank you for your time. Um, It was such a pleasure. Same here. Thank you. You're very welcome. And as always, there are two sponsors that we love to thank. And that's the Children's Trust and Trinity Church. And don't forget that there are three ways in which you can watch or listen to this podcast. If you like to watch, just follow us on YouTube. If you like to listen, follow us on Apple or Spotify. Remember, this is the Steam Forward Podcast. See you next week. Steam Forward Podcast.